Hey everyone, welcome to the Game Cola Podcast. I'm Mike Ridgeway. I write the Quantum Geek articles on Game Cola. Uh, my name is Michael Gray. I write Inside the Guide and the Ten Reasons for Game Cola, but mostly I just watch Shirley Temple movies all day long. And my name is Zach Rich. I write reviews for the site as well as the column Things Zach Rich Wants to See Before He Dies in the year 2020. I almost said 2010, but that's next year. And that fun. Well, isn't that when the uh, world is supposed? No, that's 2012. That's when the world 2012. Was supposed to end. 2012. Yes. yes. According to the Mayan calendar. So Zach is going to live past the end of the world. Apparently. Which is not bad. And to die eight years later, though, that's kind of sad. Maybe they're going to build vaults like in Fallout, and I'll just live in a vault. Until you're. And then when my dad school. accidentally leaves. Exactly. Oh, we're, we are such nerds. You're almost opening a big can of worms with me because I I, I, just put out, <laughs> I I posted this all on Game Cola the other day anyway. Oh, so today we're going to be talking about video game movies and the Final Fantasy series, specifically why Michael Gray hates it so much. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it, we're we're basically just targeting you here. I did How not come... know that I was being targeted. In Shit. every podcast, we always target Michael Gray on something. This is what I've noticed. We target Paul a lot, too, though. Well, mainly, I just make baseless accusations. Well, well, he does make baseless accusations back at you about Barbie Horse Adventures, so it's kind of justified. That's true. Well, they're not completely no. baseless. I did talk talk about it for, like, three installations of Quantum Geek. Installations. <laughs> I'm trying We're to like think a of computer good. program. Episodes, episodes. That's a good one. Anywho, yeah, now you're on the Barbie uh, Horse Adventure Saga, and after that, yes. there's the Frieza Saga, and then now you're on the Ocarina of Time Majin Saga. saga. For uh, for the record, they split the Majin Buu Saga up into like five sagas, though. Why are we talking about Dragon Ball Z? I hated I Dragon Ball Z. It was a, it was a, it out of everything we could be talking about, we're talking about Dragon Ball Z. God. But it's unbelievable. Series, I think. Well, we can use this to segue into movies. I mean, uh, so video game movies. Zach is here. Yes, we may continue. So how many guys? Yeah, how many video game movies have you guys seen? Have you guys seen any? I don't think I have. I've seen a good number. I mean, I will openly How can we always pick subjects where one of us don't know anything about? Every single subject. Oh, well, let's talk about Phoenix Wright. Oh, Zach doesn't know about it. Oh, well, let's talk about puppies. Oh, but Michael Ridgway hates puppies. Oh, I well, have let's talk a puppy. about boobies and She's adorable. Oh, but Banji doesn't like me talking about that stuff. Banji's not on the podcast. Why not, Ridgway? Um, you know, I'm gonna see if, if she I wants was to do living the next in a girl. One. If you were living in a girl? No, I mean to say, if I was living with a girl, which I wouldn't be unless I was married, uh, hint, 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 I would have her on the podcast. Well, A, I don't have a, I only have a unidirectional mic, and B, she is kinda of waiting for one where she can <laughs> actually talk about stuff. Also, B, C, she's a. Get your puritanical uh, mindset out of my face, Michael Gray. Oh, puritanical Booyah. mindset? Yeah. Question. What does puritanical mean? Uh, based off the Puritans. 
the Puritans had strict rules when it came to uh, all sorts of things. You know, okay, the I don't want to hear about this. I just had my AP United States history test, and I don't want to hear it anymore. Oh. <laughs> I get to the part about their rule where you can't have sex with hooved animals. AP tests are hard. But there are some really, really oh, hot well. goats out there. Um. Well, you if it doesn't have hooves, it's okay to have sex with, which I don't understand at all, <laughs> by the way. But Oh, there's some great stories. Does anybody... I mean, big, oh, back man, in the day, I'm... like by back of the day, I mean, you know, 1600s, 1700s, if someone was caught mm-hmm. having sex back with an animal... Back in the day when music was pure... If someone was caught having sex with an animal, they not only hung the person who was having sex, they hung the animal. Because apparently people thought the animal was probably being salacious or otherwise tempting to, you know, Farmer John's. I was like, oh, we have to kill a sinful animal. It's like, I'm pretty sure it doesn't, didn't have anything to do with this. And it was just standing in the field, minding its own business, and suddenly, whoa, 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 what's going on? Oh my god. Oh god. Ew. Ew. Ew, 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 I don't ew. know. Haven't you seen? Haven't you seen plenty of the? Uh, YouTube, I'm sure YouTube has like tons of movies of animals trying to um, do things with humans. Yeah, yeah, I know I'm it sure. does. I'm, I remember the usually... one with the donkey and the guy, and that was disturbing. This is usually. And I will never be near a donkey again. Well, this was. Those are usually male animals. <laughs> I mean, they're almost 100 percent male the animals. Podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're talking about, you know, Farmer John plowing his female sheep, and suddenly the sheep is, you know, she's a whore sheep for some reason, because she tempted him. Except there was one case where the town, uh, in France, where the town banded together to save the life of a donkey, uh, because people gave testimonies <laughs> to say it was a very, it was known to be a very, uh, prudent creature that it was, uh, of upstanding morals, and no one had ever known the donkey to be tempting or lascivious in the past. He's really smart for a guy who's fixated on Barbie's first adventures. French yes. people are crazy. And the history of having class with donkeys. Back to video game movies, though. <laughs> I spend a lot of time on the internet. Uh, so, yeah. I spend a lot of time reading dirty time on the fiction internet. about Donkeys. Actually, it's... so that's why you're not getting married to Vanjie. That's why. Now everything has become clear. Maybe Vanjie was a horse. Oh, you caught me. You caught me, Zach. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway. uh, all right. So, so, video game movies. Um, you like my R-rated podcast? I can tell. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's begin with probably what's the most infamous one of all, the Super Mario Bros. movie. Have you guys seen that? Love it! I don't care what anyone says, it's, it's my awesome. dirty pleasure movie. It's just, if I want to laugh at something, I pop it in and I'm like... Dirty pleasure? Yes. You'd be guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure, wow. Okay. It's the R-rated My podcast. dirty pleasure. I like doing it, but it's my Pleasure. No, I love to watch it. I love to, I love to laugh, laugh at Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo, and I like to, you know, just, if I have anybody with me, I'll sit there and point out stuff like, oh look, it's Bullet Bill's bar. Oh look, it's a little bomb. Uh, oh look, it's Big Bertha. She really wasn't a big black lady in the mo- in the video games. She was actually a big fish, but she was still red. I will do that the entire. I movie. um. I got it. 
I recorded it onto a VCR tape when I was about seven years old, and I was so excited to watch it. And it, it <laughs> remember, I'm seven years old, so I think everything is the same. I, I like grew up with you know Mario sixty four and the Super Mario Bros. Super Show, so everything has to be this way and this way alone. And when it didn't come out like that, and the tape ran out in the middle of the movie, I was the most relieved seven-year-old child in my life, because I thought that was, like, the earliest memory I can remember where I wasted time watching absolute crap. I, I can understand yeah. that. You know, I went to the movie theater when, thinking it was going to be like that, too, and I was disappointed, but I don't know. I, it still really clicked with me for some reason. And then I was hanging out with my friends one night and we stopped at Rite Aid like at midnight or one in the morning and I was looking at the DVD rack and there's the Super Mario Brothers movie for like five bucks and I think to myself well this is a too good of a de- this is too good of a deal to pass up the beer may have also been involved but I do not regret this decision at all I can only <laughs> stop I can only stop in the middle of that story and think man I'm so wasted. Where do you want to go, man? It's one o'clock. What's open? Rite-Aid. Okay. In our defense, we had rum. You know, my only my only issue with... Okay. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm talking now. You you said enough. I'm talking now. (laughs) (laughs) My only issue with the uh, Super Mario Bros... Ah, boo. I was saying my only issue with the Super Mario Brothers movie is that it does not star Shirley Temple. Jesus of Christ, course that's that. your issue. Uh, the other thing, is. the other thing I have to comment on is um when they the uh, the evolution ray out, they called it the Devo ray, and all I could think about was whip it, do do do, whip it, do do do. That's all I have to say. It also has Dennis Hopper, and that's only that was only something yes, I Dennis was Hopper was in able it. to properly appreciate yes. uh, as I grew up. Because I realized who Dennis Hopper was. Yes. And how he'll do anything for money. But I respect that about him. He does a lot of good projects, but he does a lot of terrible projects, too. Hmm. Speaking of terrible projects. All right. Uh, here's another one I'm thinking about. How about The Wizard? Did you guys ever see The Wizard? I've never seen the entire thing. Um, I know you guys are older than me, and you guys lived in that era, so I'm assuming that you guys have to at least at least heard of the wizard. Oh, uh, yeah, well, of I, course. I have to. I can explain. I didn't get like a Nintendo until 1994 because my parents were cheap, and they got me one when this my cousins do with threw theirs that, out. This is this is a movie. So I did not know anything about the world of video games until around 1994 or so. That's why I missed out on. Beautiful things like Super Mario Brothers when it came out. But I mean, this is The Wizard. It was or, it was a huge movie. What's The I Wizard? Mean, I've never heard of it. The Fred Savage movie? I'm looking it up. Oh Jesus! Who's Fred Savage? Yeah, it was Fred Savage, and um, it was pretty much the biggest infomercial anyone had ever seen in their lives. It wasn't okay here. It was okay, here it is. It's on Wikipedia. Oh my! It was God. 1989, so this was a year before I was born. Oh, yeah, no. so this was when I was in diapers. Yeah. Well, actually, I wasn't. I was no, you were about four during this. I was three I was, years old. I was not I was, in diapers. I mean, it was it was basically a giant <laughs> commercial really for the Power Glove and uh, Super Mario Brothers Three. Mario Three includes the uh, includes the line, "I love the Power Glove. It's so bad." 
It's so bad. Which, you know, it made every kid want a power glove. I still kind of want one just to say I have a power glove, but I'm glad I didn't get one because it would have just completely shattered all my illusions because I hear they were terrible. Like you I think that's anything. how we are with every... That's how we are with every, like, crappy accessory. Like, when I go to a used game shop and I see, like, a crappy Nintendo 64 game, like, I saw a copy of Quest 64 there, and I was, like, this close to buying it just so I can say I had a copy of Quest 64 and I could play it and I could make I fun of Paul because of Quest 64 because it was, like, the only RPG. I really want to play it just so I can say I've played it. It's not I, I terrible. Really wanna... Okay, Paul it's makes it out to be, like, worse than... Like ET on the Atari. It's not. It's not. But I can understand <laughs> why he thinks so. It's very different. I guess maybe I just have okay memories of it because it it was like it my was only so... RPG on the N64 for a while. It was like the only RPG on the N64. It, it, it well, really was. I think yeah. uh, the had... only N64 RPG I think I own is Paper Mario. I think that's it. Yeah. I have. I have. Paper Mario and I have uh, um, Ogre Battle 64 was actually excellent. I really I never got around to that one. It's 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 good. I was kind of too young when that came out. Um, yeah, I just have Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Two in Donkey Kong 64. I love Banjo. We know. I think those are the only N64 games I ever played. Well, and Super Mario 64, but that's a given. Everyone's played that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're very, very old. Time I, for I the uh, biological clock to start ticking and uh, start making some kids. But before then, you know what you have to do. I don't have a biological clock. Yeah, that's a woman thing, Michael. Yeah. It is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind, I thought it I thought it was a thing that everybody had. No, the I Game Cold to... Podcast. You're your place for video games and biological. <laughs> Welcome to Game Cola's Anatomy 101. <laughs> oh, anyway, back to the wizard. Yeah, so it was the giant commercial for Super Mario Brothers 3 and the Power Glove. Super Mario Brothers 3 was great. The Power Glove sucked. It was all about Fred Savage trying to travel across the country to uh, uh, get to like the Super Mario Brothers 3 playoffs or something like that. No, it wasn't. That wasn't uh, Fred Savage's character. That was Luke Edwards' character. Oh. Fred yeah, Savage for the ride. No, I've got to pull them on Wikipedia right now. Uh, who was Fred I'm Savage? At it, uh, yeah, Wikipedia. But how do you know Fred- the names of 1980s movie stars? Jeez. Well, I, I, I know Up Fred- on Wikipedia. Savage was Corey. So he was the half-brother. He was one of the people that tagged along, but he wasn't the main character. Oh, oh, you mean in The Wizard. Okay. Did the, did the kids go alone, Christian or were their Slater parents was there? No, what happened was the kids were all alone, but their dad was trying to get them, and this asshole who was trying to uh, get, like, rescue young children for money. So he was like a mercenary for saving little kids or something. <laughs> Wow, there was. Yeah, I'm only that's saving basically what it was. And like, for the money. Yeah, and that was Will Sletzer's character. Tobey Maguire was in this too. Wow. Oh, Spider- I know who he is. He's, he's Spider-Man. Yeah, that's I know him. Spider- uh, let's see. What was his character? I'm trying to find it. 
It's not listed on Wikipedia. We're screwed. No, it, his name's on there. I just don't see his name next to the character. Yeah, uh, he probably just played some nerd, because that's the only role he ever does. Well, that is true. You and I look- have no idea, because I haven't seen any movies, but I've heard that. Somebody made that joke about him, so I'm just copying it. If it's wrong, I apologize, Mr. McGuire. <laughs> I don't know. Wikipedia doesn't say, but it says that he was in it. Most definitely, so. Spider-Man was in The Wizard. I'll be damned. Just saying. So that was The Wizard. I've never, I've never it? seen the entire thing all the way through. I'm guessing you oh. guys haven't either. It um, I've seen bits and pieces. Yeah. My god. $14 million? This is a great movie. Yeah, I mean, it really it, it helped to, you know, put Super Mario Bros. 3 out there is one of the things it did. As well, it should have. Well, because this was a time before the internet, and like everyone got their news from magazines or television. It's the movie that taught people, or it's the thing that taught people uh, how to get the whis- uh, the whistles in Super Mario Bros. Three, so they could you know skip right to the end. Oh. Yeah. Because that's how Fred's. Or, no, how did I talk- learn? Yeah. You probably heard it from someone who watched The Wizard. Yes. I think I read Actually, it in yeah. a book. The uh, Angry Video Game Nerd did a video on The Wizard and Mario 3, and uh, he made a lot of those references right there. Mm-hmm. So, watch the nerd. nerd. Is, he, is he the one that... Ah, never mind. I was going to ask if he's the one who did the uh, stupid videos, but I guess that's probably it. Well, he does videos where he sits around and swear a lot and drink a lot of beer. I like this. Yeah. Movie. Is that the stupid video in question? I like his stuff. I think he's a he's not only a like a good gamer, but he's also a good cinematographist. Cinematographer. I mean, his yeah, videos. Yeah, we're probably are- thinking about different guys then. That's just Maybe. thinking of some guy that Marianne forced me to watch. I'm like, what? Does he have a stupid accent? He has a Brooklyn Brook Brooklyn accent. Okay, then it's not the same guy. I'm thinking of okay. some Australian guy that was like, oh my goodness. Are you thinking Yahtzee? Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Everybody wants me to play this game, and it sucks. You're talking about Yahtzee. You're talking about Zero Punctuation. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, don't, I love Zero Punctuation, though. I don't go on the internet or watch movies. I basically just do nothing all day long. You're like in a little shell that consists of Shirley Temple and Nancy Drew. A little shell filled with Shirley Temple and Nancy Drew. Yes. And people who don't touch each other until they're married. That's so sad. They don't kiss each other. They don't do anything. (laughs) Yeah, let's move on to something. I am applying to become a priest. I got through the first level of the priest interview, so I just need to work on that sort of thing. I'm sorry, guys. What the nomination? It's interesting that Gamefull is just a mixing bowl of people from all walks of life. Like, Michael Gray is... Going to be a priest. I'm going to to college for musical theater. Michael Ridgeway is on drugs, and Paul Franzen is a copy editor, and we're all just like this little melting pot. It's like the perfect example of what America is. We're all American. I am proud of this country and this website because it's the same thing. We're the United States of America. Except, except oh, for the mid boss, that, that was a British. bad pun. That was really bad. 
I know who the mid-boss is, by the way, but Paul says I can't tell anyone. I thought it was Zach. I figured it out. It's not Zach. Yes, it is. That April Fool's issue, it was all me. Yeah, but I figured out who wrote the uh, game cola for last month. I mean, the mid-boss for last month. Paul let it slip in his uh, letter to the uh, staff. (laughs) Dumbass. You're keeping it a secret, Paul. You're just. Uh. Anyway, I called him on it, and he's all, "No, no, no! It's, I can't say anything about whether or not this person is the uh, mid boss." So I'm like, "Yeah, I got it right." Huh. All right. Well, moving on. Um, other video game movies. Oh, uh, I brought the Pokemon. Yeah, the Pokemon movies. Those are pretty good. Yeah, they're fun. I will. I will. I was a kid who was eight years old at the beginning for um, Red and Blue. I was totally enamored with the Pokemon thing, and I loved the anime. I, I, if it's on, I will still watch episodes from like the original season of it. I still because watch it if, it's, I mean, if any of them are on, really, it's sad. But you don't watch Dragon Ball Z. I'm ashamed. It's all types. Wait, I, I watch. Actually, Dragon Pokemon's Ball Z. probably better than Dragon Ball Z. Yes, it is. Well, Dragon Ball Z's not on anymore. Let's watch Pokemon instead. Mm-hmm. But, um, the thing, I, for my, I was nine years old, I think. Let me make sure of this. But it was a birthday party for me. And, um, I went to see the first Pokemon movie with my friends for my birthday party, and my parents hated it so much. But the rest of us were like, oh my god, Pokemon, yay! And, um, it... <laughs> It sucked for my parents, but the rest of us were gaga crazy over it. 1990. I was eight years old. I was eight years old. Now just imagine that my... same scenario, and you have a couple sitting in their living room, and the boyfriend is sur- channel surfing, and comes upon the Pokemon show, and is like, "Oh, sweet Pokemon!" And the girlfriend has to just sit there and revile. Or uh, revolt in shame, or uh, sit there in uh, in shame, thinking, "What the hell is this man I'm uh, dating doing here? He is watching Pokemon, and he is 26 years old." Oh God, that's right. You're the Pokemon fanatic. I almost okay. forgot. Yeah. Well, I'd say it's Vanjie's fault for moving in with you without marrying you first, <laughs> <laughs> or knowing what she was getting into. Or you yeah, know, meeting you before moving. Oh, she pretty much knew. See, you have to you have to get them to marry you before they know what you're really like, right? <laughs> Otherwise, there's no way. Yeah, that because that's, that's, that's how basketball. you build a healthy relationship: lie to them and then trap them. If she knew about the Pokemon thing, there's no way she's going to marry you now, Ridgeway. Oh no, she probably is. You're doomed. Um, but anyway. Sorry, um, Vanjie. I wanted to talk about the third movie, Pokemon 3, Spell of the Unknown, because, um, honestly, that, <laughs> this is gonna sound very nerdy, but it is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. And when I name off my favorite movies of all time, it's always at the bottom of the list, so it looks like it's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Less nerdy? Conjun- no. An afterthought? Like, not an afterthought. It's a crazy, wow. I've last been taking two classes. Like Arson Murder and Jaywalking. The last one's always weird. Like, I'll name off my favorite oh. movies and I'll say Anchorman, and then Bruce Almighty, and then Pokemon 3 Legend of the Unknown. 
Okay, that's that's a triple in comedy terms. You call it a triple. I've never heard that one before, but that's not the word I'm looking for. But anyway, um, I studied. It's always you always have to have list of three. The first two set up a pattern, and the third one breaks it. That's why it's always three guys walk into a bar. First one does something, the second guy does the exact same thing, and the third guy does something different, which breaks the pattern and is therefore seen as funny because it's it's a form of irony. It's uh, changing the expectations. It's not living up to the expectations, so people interpret it as humor. Yes. Well, um... Yeah, Pokemon 3 is one of my favorite movies, because it's one of the first movies I remember that made me cry. So, yeah. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> Take of it what you will. Mewtwo? Oh, that's not it. I only know the Mewtwo movie, and I didn't see that one. Yeah, that was the first one. I mean, I've, I've yeah, it says the first movie the right here in the title. Okay. Is, is that uh, Team Rocket has a theme song, by the way? Yeah. The, I can't believe Marianne and I got an argument about that. She's like, Michael, it's in every single episode of the show. I'm like, oh, I didn't know they had a theme song. God damn it, Michael. Team Rocket blasts up at the speed of light. So That's right. Uh, and they always had, like, the Pikachu jukebox right. at the end of the original episodes. And they'd always have those cool remakes of the songs, and Team Rocket had this really deep and sinister one, and it was pretty cool. Hmm. It's actually interesting, because you watch, like, the first episodes of Pokemon, and Team Rocket looked like they were going to be serious villains. Like, you watch the first episode, and they're like, ooh, these guys would be interesting, and then they just evolved into comic relief by, like, the fifth episode. There's a um, mm, yeah. I forget who said this, but it's it's interesting. Uh, it's an interesting way to watch the Pokemon series. If you know the like in the, within the first few episodes, he gets struck by he's in like a storm or something. Ash is in a storm and he hits his head or whatever, or he crashes on the bike. And everything after that point um, is essentially a coma dream of Ashes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to go back and watch some of those episodes. Like, man, he gets totally tripping balls here. <laughs> Pokeballs, oh, even. Just the dream. Well, actually, um, at the end of um the Johto series, when uh Ash buys a bike for Misty and like the whole group just breaks up, I watched that after not watching Pokemon for a long time, and I did cry because that was kind of like the end of part of my childhood, even though Brock came back like in the next episode. Yeah, yeah. But whatever. It was symbolic. Yeah. He came back, his eyes were open. Not literally, but um He was like with a trucker. I, <laughs> I wasn't going anywhere with that joke. I just wanted to make a joke about how his eyes are shut all the time, because that's probably the I'm I'm all tapped out of Pokemon references around here now, guys. Yeah. I gotta be serious. Well, we can move on to uh, something else. We have one of the better video game movies out there, I think, is the first Mortal Kombat. I mean, it was simple. It was just dudes fighting each other. They stuck a lot of uh, fan service references in there, like Scorpion yelling, get over here. Cool. I liked it. I mean, I was a kid as I watched it. It was exactly what I wanted out of the Mortal Kombat movie, just dudes beating on each other. I, actually, the only Mortal Kombat I've ever played is uh, the new one against DC Universe, because I'm a comic book kind of person. 
Did you so ever see the movie? I don't have much to say. I never saw the movie. I didn't even know there was a movie. Wow, really? Hmm. I mean, it's got that, that <laughs> famous uh, famous movie. Do, 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 wait. Uh, I can't remember, remember that famous music. No, wait. No, that's, that's something else. It's so memorable, I can't remember it. It's so memorable, but I can't think of it. People yelling, Mortal Kombat! Oh, god damn it. Okay. Um, the Kombat movie was great. Yes. I guess people just have to take my word on this one. Um, I guess so. Contrast to the Street Fighter 2 movie, which I hear is a cinematic abortion. That's not one I've actually seen. That it was uh, that one guy's last Paul something Raul, or other's Raul, last uh, movie. Julia. And that is a shame. Uh, that's right, Raul. So he was a, he was a good actor. It was memorable. Gamecola, um, I was gonna say Gamecola had a column about uh, video game movies called "Oh the Humanity," mm-hmm. where uh, Zach Huffman, I believe his name is, he just watched the video game movie and then he gave a review of it. Did that pretty soft, like two, uh, six months. I was gonna say two years, but six months. But then he had to shoot his like DVD player after watching Tomb Raider 2 or something like that. <laughs> Let me see if I can find his actual article. He had a great quote about how to make the movie better about Nazis and Santa Claus. I've only seen bits and pieces of the Tomb Raider series. Um. Essentially, any bits and pieces I saw were because I was channel surfing. I was like, oh, hey, uh, Angelina Jolie, she's kind of hot in this. I'll watch it for a little bit. And then, you know, I would get bored and move on to something else. I'm a simple man. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I really can't think of too much to recommend them other than the fact that Angelina, uh, Angelina Jolie is kind of hot in them. So. Back then. Here it is. Laura Croft is back from her now. adventures in Narnia. And in all the quotes, and... Ooh. <laughs> oh, I don't think I'm allowed to say this. This is not a G-rated summary of the movie. Well, oh. you know, we'll, we'll put a link to it, and people can uh, um, read it at their own peril. Yes, there are gratuitous references to uh, Angelina Jolie, though. It was perfect for that role because, you know, nerds are hot for her and they're hot for Laura Croft, so that makes her a great yep. actress. Yep, nothing wrong with that. For that role. Because nerds can fantasize about both at the same time. My god. <laughs> oh my. Alright. So we've got Tomb Raider. I think that's good for the movies. What else? Okay, I, w- I want to mention one more because I saw this as a kid and it still haunts my nightmares. The Double Dragon movie. <laughs> Didn't see it. Too young. I don't know what the hell they were doing. Double Dragon. It has nothing to do with the game. Like you got the it's Double Dragon. Double Dragon. Is Double I Dragon mean, that's probably... where the dude punches your chick and then walks away with her? Yeah. Or is that a different game? No, it's Double okay, Dragon. Okay, that is it. It's got Billy and Jimmy Lee, and you know they're trying to 
Yep, that's it. Just beat beat on guys, and there's there's really nothing in this movie that's anything like that. I mean, you got Billy and Jimmy Lee, and there's some kung fu stuff, but that's about it. There's there's like a dragon spirit, and they have to use the power of brotherhood and friendship to save Alyssa Milano. I think it's Alyssa Milano. Um, friendship solves everything. It's really effing yeah. weird. I'm still not sure what effing. happened in that movie. Effing? I'm trying really to, effing weird. You know, I'm trying to keep effing. it PG for Michael Gray's sakes. Uh, effing. If, if the... Uh, if the seminary people here who's engaged in some godless listen. activity like this, they might not let him in. Effing yeah. Sell. You're talking effing crazy talk. That's why I can't be on the podcast with uh, Mateo. Fortunately, he hasn't been on the podcast. <laughs> I warned I warned Nathaniel he was going to try something like that when he was doing a review with him, but he didn't listen. Yeah. And now he'll never be the same. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, by the way, are oh, you... and Marianne says hi. Hi, Marianne. Yes. Hey. By the way, Michael Gray, are you like going like a Catholic seminary or is it? Uh, I mean, there's really only seminary. Yeah, I'm Catholic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, so with the Protestants, the way they come up with priests is they kidnap homeless people. <laughs> it's true. Great. And they dress them up. I mean, with Protestants, really, which uh, you know explains say, their hey, views on God. Burn. Ouch. Yeah. I got sympathy. I was raised Catholic. Oh, it's okay. We don't have any Protestant listeners anyway. The Game Cool Podcast. Your location for video games, biology, and sin. Yeah. I was going to say uh, yeah. religious intolerance, but uh, sin is good too. So, moving on to Final Fantasy. Okay, Final Fantasy. Yes, guys, Final Fantasy, yes. Uh, so, Michael Gray, you have a long-standing um, hatred, spite, what have you, for the series. Why? Let's bring... I'm uh, bringing up your Final Fantasy VI review right now, just so I can get a good look at how much I'm going to kill you. <laughs> oh, you're reading the outdated review. I've got my new uh, copy right here. Your new I copy? I mean, I made a... I made a I just did a playthrough of part one of the game. I actually played the game this time before wait, writing a review. Wait, 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 wait. So you didn't play the game before you wrote the review? No, I'm being facetious. I got all the way to the part where they meet the uh, King Edgar, is his name? It's like ten yeah. seconds into the game. Are yeah. you kidding? That's like part six of my video walkthrough. And I had to cut out, like, three parts because it was nothing of me wandering around trying to figure out where the hell I'm supposed to go. That's the fun of it. You just... That's not you, the fun. You get out of Narsh and you walk south. I cut out, like, 30 minutes of me wandering around figuring out what to do. I'm sorry. You, you walk south. And you see the castle. You... You Here have is, to see the castle. I thought it was a rock, and I missed it because I was going around the border... So I found the cave, and I found the hidden place where they let you ride Chibokos. I did not see the castle. Okay, alright, I've never heard anyone call it Chibokos, because it's spelled C-H-O-C-O-B-O. Chocobo. I've been mispronouncing it all this time. Yes. Whoops. Oh, dear God. What about the Hello Kitty, uh, Moggles? 
Okay. I know it's Moogle. <sighs> it's Moogle like Google, right? But yes, why does it, it look is. like Hello Kitty? I don't understand this thing. Yeah, that's that's. I you'd have to ask Square about that. I I wouldn't be able to tell you either. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's just out of nowhere. Hello Kitty comes and says, "Hey, we're going to help you fight bad guys in a horrible control system." At this point in the game. Yeah, but they 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 do their thing. Moogles are good. Yeah, never yeah, had, they help. Had a problem. It's just. The problem with that part of the game is that you have three parties to switch between, and it takes like two seconds to switch from one party to the next. And meanwhile, all the enemies move during the entire two seconds, so you really... It's not effective for if you want to do what the game is supposed to let you do, is put one party in point A, one party in point B, and part that allows party yeah. C to go through the middle and the but boss. But the enemies move that doesn't work. really, really, really slow. They move real. Well, I guess maybe they move faster for me. Well, I was stuck having to fight all the enemies, then I have to fight the boss. So. Well, yeah, that's what you. The do. simple oh. challenge, a half-hour challenge. I mean, you fight all the enemies and you fight the boss, but the enemies aren't really that hard. Well, they repeated it at the end where we fight uh, General Kefka at the end of part one. Yeah. And that was hard. That was a yeah, lot harder yeah, because that, that is hard. Like, before that, they don't let you go out and level up before that boss fight, and they don't let you buy items before that boss fight. So well, if you're under leveled, it's basically you're screwed. You gotta save it and use a ten. Well, that that's kind of true. You you probably should keep an extra save for that one. Um, yeah, but I'm emulating it, so I don't have an extra save. That's your fault. Oh, that's Marianne saying. But um. Oh, I don't care about her ex-boyfriend. Jeez. I know. Fuck that guy. Ooh, drama and intrigue. Hey, 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 hey. Just because you're still calming on to me when I'm trying to become a priest does not make it drama and intrigue. Okay, it does. Yeah, <laughs> it does. That's that's an that's SNX exactly Matthew McConaughey movie right there, actually. Wasn't it one? The Michael There's Gray one story. Ben Stiller uh, along those lines. Well, there's there's one with um, it's Saving Silverman, where they end up convincing oh, yeah. his old uh, girlfriend not to become a uh, or, uh, Jason Bateman's. Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, one. I've seen that movie. Uh, but so, I mean, is that is that one of the reasons you hate Final Fantasy though? Because you feel like it's too long, or I mean, it it it's not. It's not. It's too long. It's, I wouldn't say that it's too long. Well, actually, I would say that it's too long because you have to spend way too much time doing, wandering around trying to figure out where to go and fighting a billion identical battles. I mean, have you talked to the people in-game? Because I feel like if you talk to the people in the game, what you're supposed to do and where you're supposed to go is pretty obvious. Then, you know, they'll be, they'll be like, oh, the Castle of Figaro is to the south. Maybe you should head there. Then I shall head south yeah, to Figaro. Yeah, I headed to the south, and it's like, we well, were not sure where it was. It's and south. then it says, oh, no. There's a whole lot of places to go. There's a whole big area to the south. It was very difficult for me. It's like a screen worth of desert. The castle is right there in the middle of the freaking desert. 
Yeah, that's that's why I didn't find it. It was like in the middle of the desert, and I was only in the outskirts because the enemies at the desert are ridiculously tough. Eh, they can be a now, little Crescent, rough, but... Crescent Mountain, on the other hand, is not on the freaking map, which is just totally unfair. By the way. It's unfair they make you search for a place that's not listed on the map. You, you see the path Fortunately, the I have... you just have to look at the screen. Like, what okay, I'm looking for about? a mountain. I'm looking for something different here so that I can go into... Oh, look, there is a path going up into the mountains. I will go touch that path, and it will take me to the new area. That is it. I Wait, are we talking about the same area? We yes. cannot be talking about the exact same area. Yes, there is a path going into the mountains that leads you to, you know, Mount, uh, whatever it is. Um, I'm watching this right here in part 28. Okay, you just got, we just got, uh, Gao, or whatever his name is, joining the team. You wander around, you wander around, I follow the mountains, now I have a random encounter. Wait, you got you. you now got, there's you another got Gao. So are you in the Velt? I thought you were talking about the place where you get Saban. The Velt. Yeah, I'm in the Velt. Well, I mean, I'm trying to find a place where you uh, find the uh, equipment, the diving helmet. It's a cave, which is not located the on the mountains. But there's it's only a like in a the mountains. few mountains yeah. there. You can see the cave pretty obviously if you're wandering around the Velt, which you're supposed to do, so you so you can power up Gao a little bit before you go back. Oh, no, I'll send you the link to the movie. I wandered I mean, around the mountains, and it was not there. I mean, what kind of settings are you using on your emulator, Michael Gray? Because I know if, if, you don't, if you're not using decent settings, it can be difficult to, difficult to see some things. Okay, I wander around the wrong set of mountains. <laughs> oh, and then I think I cut out, like, ten minutes of wand random wandering around until I found the actual place. So I guess we won't get to see my actual... Adventures trying to find, trying to find the mysterious cave of wonders. Now Aladdin, that was a good movie. And a very, very difficult game. It's hard to sing to, if you've heard the last podcast. <sighs> Unfortunately we have. Well, it's no worse than our rendition of, uh, whatever you call it. Happy birthday. Now the Phantom Train sequence, I have that listed as. I love that. The reason why I like the game, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh my god, I just fell asleep. Oh, sorry, Zip. <laughs> don't like the Phantom Train sequence. You know what uh, I love about the Phantom Train sequence? You can kill the Phantom Train in one hit. You can. Big step. Yep. Boy, ah. you never heard of this? What's Brim's? What? What are you talking about? You never Repeat heard of this. You, the, the fact that you can kill the Phantom Train in one hit. No, I didn't know that, because this is my first playthrough of the game. Oh. Revive kills zombie. Phoenix. Phoenix down. Just use a Phoenix down on it. Dead. What? Yeah. Seriously. That's insane. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Like, it's probably on YouTube. It's okay, I beat him on my first try anyways. So oh, yeah. I mean, I, mean matter, I didn't do but... it the first time I... Uh, I didn't know about it the first time I did it. I mean, then... I... Yeah. I thought that was kind of stupid to have a train as the boss, though. I wanted to have uh, Karen as the uh, boss fight. Karen is... Or the some stupid Japanese version. 
Karan, Karen, however you want to well, pronounce he, it. He is Charan. Nobody pronounces it Charan. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but no, Maybe. if it's the train that takes you to the underworld, then you, the engineer has to be the person who drives the train, and I think that guy is the one who should be the boss, rather than the train itself. But it's... Trains well, I aren't mean, Okay, I, I, I'll argue a little bit of mythology here with you, but who's to say that Karen and his boat aren't separate, or are uh, separate entities, and aren't just a manifestation of the same type of harbinger of death type of, of entity? Whereas, say, the train and its conductors and the people, you know, doing business on it are, again, part of the same entity and being chased by the train is, is like being chased by all of them. I mean, you saw how the ghosts in there sicked you, um, Mm -hmm. it's, uh, or attacked you. It's, say, consider the train itself as, you know, a, a, uh, like a body. The, um, I know, but, uh, we do have, so, well, the little ghosts are, you know, like the antibodies on, that would attack like a virus that's in the body, but once they get out of it, you get attacked by the whole entity itself, which is the train. Okay, I don't know what the hell you're talking about now, but I think Karin is different from his boat. We have stories where, you know, he goes on other boats. And he's obsessed with money, apparently. He he goes out and does other things sometimes. Really? I haven't heard this. A houseboat on the sticks by uh, John Kendrick Bangs. Or Hendrick, Hendrick, probably Hendrick Bangs. Uh, you know, he has Karin doing other stuff, going on other boats, so he yeah, is separate from he, his boats. There are other boats on yeah, the well, sticks. No, 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 that, that, that's a modern interpretation of, of the myth. That is, myth, yeah, so. but I'm confused what the River Leith was doing in this game. I don't know where they were going with mythology. What's the River Leith? Because that's in this a game? mythological river. Well, yes. Yeah. Where was after, that? After you're in the Returner's hideout, you uh, take a raft down the River Leith. Well, I mean... I'm like, what the hell? Is, is it Leith, a coincidence, or Leith is this on purpose? The, the river... It's one of the river of the forgetfulness. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it could be... Uh, so you think that would be the Phantom Train, if you're going with that particular model of mythology? Well, I mean, first off, it's, it's Final Fantasy. It kind of uses it as it will. I mean, symbolically, you could see it as, say, the members of the Returners, um, especially those with the pasts, trying to cast off those pasts. Say, Locke with Rachel, Tara with... well. No Tara's... spoilers! No spoilers! I haven't gotten to that part of the game. Oh, I'm not giving you any spoilers that they haven't already given you. Um, Aw, somebody cut your ears on what but... happens next. I mean, it, 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 forgetfulness I've already made or... a video of my predicted ending for the game. I want to see if it comes true. <laughs> I mean, the... Leo's going to join the party. I can feel it. He has a picture, so that means he must join the party. That's RPG logic. And they're going to defeat Voldemort. They're going to destroy his Horcruxes one by one and save the world. Um. But, but I, yep. I will say okay. this. I mean, forgetfulness or you know, wanting to forget is a uh, big theme in the game. That and um, loss. So This game has themes. It's just like six guys totally wandering around. I mean, yes, there are themes like that in the game. I mean, it's... It takes a, it takes a while for the story to develop, of course, because it's an RPG and uh, sort of wandering around and fighting random battles uh, and... and Leveling up your guys is an integral part of the game, but I assure you the themes are there, and I 
out of all the Final Fantasies, I will say that I think six has my favorite story. Which is wander around and go to destroy Voldemort's Horcruxes and then kill him. Yes. Alright. Last topic, because I'm falling asleep. Yeah, we don't what? want Zach to fall asleep. Michael Gray, what are you playing right now? Ah, uh, gosh, I can't say Mario and Luigi. I can't say freaking Final <laughs> Fantasy VI, because that Final Fantasy sucks, I mean. That's. <laughs> Oh no, somebody else go before me if we're talking about what games we're playing now. Alright, uh, Michael Ridgeway, what are you playing right now? Well, Pokemon as usual. Um, big tournament as coming usual. up. I uh, just got finished playing Mad World. Um, that's really fun actually. I didn't think it was going to be. Is it? At first, yeah. Are you like one of the five people that play it? Yeah, someone did a review recently of it on Game Cola. Um, and they're right, it's very fun. Um, I mean, it's just, Kind of, it, it's super violent. It's almost like Sin City in a video game, um, with you know less of a serious story and more laughs. You have um, Greg yes. Proops and John DiMaggio as the two uh, two announcers, kind of giving a play-by-play, and they got some really funny lines. Uh, uh, it's it's a fun game, it really is. And let me see what else. Finally got around to playing Braid. That's an incredible game. Did oh, you? Hey. Yeah. Good man. Really, really incredible. Good man. How far are you? How I many, mean, uh... Oh, you beat it? Yeah. It's a crazy ending, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a bit of a mind, uh, mind blower. It's it's definitely something most gamers should experience. It is. It is. It's, it's kind of... Between, between Braid and Portal, I'd say those are like mandatory experiences you have to go through in order to be a true gamer. It, I'd say so. I mean, uh-huh. it's it really, it's, uh, it had great platforming and puzzles, but at the same time, just the, the backgrounds and uh, the music were beautiful. And it was really... The music beautiful. was, yes. It's, it's I, fantastic. Um, I think that was the best downloadable game I played last year. Yeah, it's, I, I only got it for, they only let it, uh, release it for PC recently. And I'm I'm very glad I played it. It was very good. Um, yes, it, it was definitely. Let me see. Anything else? Oh, did a bunch of stuff with Resident Evil 5. I played through that and played through it again. That's fun. I enjoy, right. I enjoy shooting zombies in the head. Uh, I enjoy it even more when I can kind of go through um, a second playthrough with all my super-powered weapons. And uh, just... just <laughs> Guys in the beginning of the game, just, yes. I get to mow them down. It's awesome. Right. Um, I think that's about it. Oh, I played a little bit of Puzzle Quest Galactrix, okay. too. Um, Is that good? I just bought the first Puzzle Quest, because it was a $10 game. So I, I was like, like the oh, first why not? Puzzle Quest better. Um, although, Puzzle Quest, uh, is it Warlords? Cheats yes. worse than any game I've seen. Cause you'll really yeah you'll you know you oh. you're doing like your bejeweled thing and you'll f- find a match and you'll say okay well I'll do this match and then the only way the computer can come back and beat me is if they do this thing and a say a red gem drops from the ceiling and lo and behold the computer will will make that move and a red gem will drop from the ceiling just where they need it and suddenly you're dead. And it's like, really, computer? Damn. The odds of that happening are really, really low. 
And if it happened once in a while, sure, I could understand that. The frequency which which shit like that happens, yeah, it's the game. The game cheats. It knows what it needs to do to win, and it's <laughs> it's really ridiculous. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. I um, but as Vanjie can attest to, it it left me like just frothing from the mouth violently uh, while I was playing it. That's hot. Um, it's still it's still a good game, you know. I will say that it's 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 fun, it's enjoyable, but you will end up cursing at this game. All right. Um, Fair Galactrix, enough. Galactrix Fair is enough, good. Yeah. I liked it better. I I liked Warlords better, the first one. And well, I feel like there was one more thing because it's been a while since I was on one of these podcasds. I do. Play Nancy a lot Drew. Of games. Nancy Drew. Oh, Vanjie's been playing a lot of games recently, too. She finished up Professor Layton and enjoyed that. And the other day... I hear you got though. Professor Layton? (laughs) I heard it's too complicated for Mr. Ridgeway. It's not... It seems I just want to say that... I think every single issue of Game Cola... The, I'll read Dear Readers first, and then I'll skip straight to Gamer Girlfriend and read that article, because I find that to be one of the best articles on Game Cola every month, and I just want to say great job to Vanshee, because she does a good yeah. job. I will, I will let her know you said I just that. thank I, I the think Lord you. that... I'm just happy that Vanjie doesn't write reviews or another column, because there is no way I would be able to keep uh, winning Employee of the Month like 50 <laughs> months ago. Because Jeez. that's my strategy is to turn in like fifty things for <laughs> one article. It's, so it's it's, it's she got on to that. It's quantity now. She will win by superior writing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It yeah, comes she, down she to quality. Sticking my ass. Well, I mean, every time. To be fair, I'm a pretty terrible person, so you know, she at least can write about pain, and oh, pain is we entertaining. Know. We know. Yes. We know. <laughs> uh, I don't know how she puts up with me, but uh, she's uh, mm. she, what's she playing? Kate West, the missing. Obviously not. Looks. She says it's not that great. It's um, like a little puzzle mystery quest or a puzzle mystery game. It's not that great. She which says. one, Professor Layton? No, this is uh, Kate I'm West. Taught. She loves Professor oh. Layton. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that because that's one of the games I'm playing. So. Professor Layton or Kate West? Professor Layton. Okay. All right. Well, Michael Gray, what are you playing right now? Well, I'm going to be uh, replaying the Professor Layton game, which is awesome. And it stars Nancy Drew. I feel like Professor Layton is the... kind of a weird game to replay, considering, you know, once you've done the puzzles, you kind of know how they how to solve them. I know, but I've done them. I did them like six or I got it when it came out, I think, somewhere okay, around so, then. So it's so been a while. I'll see if I can remember any of the puzzles. All right. But no, the girl who does Nancy Drew's voice, they force her to do all the voices besides Professor Layton's in this game. They just lock her in a room until she's not coming out until the game's done. Well, I mean, she does all the girl voices and the little boy voices and the little girl voices. <laughs> so. That's it. That's I true. solved it. Oh. Professor, I think I've solved it. Yeah, I would just be sitting in the living room, you know, playing Mad World or something, and yeah. every 
two or well, three minutes, guess I would just my guess. Yeah, I would just hear that coming from Vanjie's direction. <laughs> professor. Okay, I hate to do this, but oh, let's yeah. speed this up. Yeah, we that's uh, right. have to get going. Well, Zach, what are you um, playing right now? What am I, right now, my game. Um, I've been going on a big Xbox Live Arcade event lately. I um, I'm playing through Banjo Kazooie on the Xbox Live Arcade, as everyone knows. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. I'm loving that a lot. I'll have my full review this month in Game Cola. I also bought Outrun uh, Arcade, which What's was surprisingly that? really good. Hmm. Outrun is a um, it was a, it's another remake. It is a remake of a arcade title that Sega threw out there, and it's basically a game where you're driving and you're doing all these tricks, and you're basically trying to impress your girlfriend, who is a needy little rude person. <laughs> Who likes fast cars? Nice. Dangerous driving, kind of like Angie. Is that what um, actually? And it. <laughs> it so that's very. Stays with you. You've got a nice car. <laughs> yeah. It's I a very cool game. It's arcade driving at its best. Yes, yes, yes. It's arcade driving at its best, and it's very fun to play. And I definitely suggest it. It's only ten bucks right now. Um. Good price. I am oh, also. Funny. Yeah. I also um went ahead and I've been on a bit of a Mario Party bend lately. I've been playing um the original Mario Party a little bit with a few friends. So um oh, that's been exciting. Been. Oh, okay. Funny. Funny. Well, um, no, no, no. Because I play those games. I don't get into like the multiplayer games because I don't have people to play them with. Which yes. is why I didn't play the Mario Kart 64 or the the Halo or the uh. I don't know. Whatever the other ones are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what I'm playing this week. Cool. cool. Um, I have two more things to talk about. First one, before the podcast started, Michael Bray had a question to me, which was about um how Stop and Swap is working in Banjo-Tooie. Last yeah, one, you want me to repeat that? I, I think I already repeated it for you. Okay. Okay. But um, basically his question was, how is it different this time? What Last month I explained how it worked between those two games, and then what he asked is how it works with um, Nuts and Bolts. What happens is that um, originally in the game, there were Banjo-Kazooie cartridges in the game itself that had some of the eggs from Banjo-Kazooie. This time around, they're hiding eggs for what's called Stop and Swap 2, which is like an entirely different thing. And what it does is it unleashes it um, unlocks special blueprints within Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. These are blueprints that were designed by Fanson Ferrer for a contest, and the winning contest got to be in Stop and Swap 2. There's seven different blueprints. Three of them are found in the N64 cartridges, and then the other four are done by unlocking certain things throughout the game. And that is how Stop and Swap works. It's not the best way, and it's definitely not the way that Rare had it planned for the Nintendo 64, but it's a pretty rewarding experience if you play Banjo, Kazooie, Nuts and Bolts, and if you bought the expansion for $5. So it's pretty nice. Cool. Okay, well, is it in the same places where it was in Banjo Tooie? Like I said, one behind Spiral Mountains Waterfall, and the other in the Jingjo Village, just away from the palace? Yes, yes, they're all in the same places as before. Okay. Yeah, and what was the other one? The Ice Key and Freezy Flame Peaks, but... You had to access that or secret tunnel in some other level. Yes, there was one. Yep. Of the yeah, desert. they're all there. 
Well, the ice key unlocks the mega global, so that you get Dragon Kazooie. Yeah. All right. Um, last topic. Wait, wait, wait. Either... I thought the super globo gets you the uh, Dragon Kazooie. The ice key unlocks the mega globo, and that gets you Dragon oh. Kazooie. Oh. Oh, okay. I can't remember okay. that well, but still, I remember Dragon Kazooie. Yes. Um, we need to topic. have a podcast of just you and me talking about Banjo-Kazooie for like two hours. When nobody else shows up to the podcast, Zach, that's what we're doing. That's what we'll do. Okay. Um, we have to wrap this up. Last topic. Are either of you following the Game FAQ's Best Game Ever contest? Yes. It's hurting my soul. No. <laughs> How are you doing, Michael Ridgway? Man, I'm following it. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't actually have any predictions. I oh, just, you don't have a bracket up? No, I, but I did write up a whole thing the other day about how I'm pissed that Metal Gear Solid 4 beat Portal by such a substantial amount when it really... Is I was very... I actually had um for that one... What did I have? I had Portal over Bioshock for that one, and I was dead I was dead wrong for that entire bracket. Well, Portal, I, Portal um, did beat Bioshock. It went, it was, the, yeah. the ranking was Metal Gear Solid 4, Portal, Bioshock. Portal, Bioshock, and then, uh, Little Big Little Planet. Planet. But I had Portal in first and Bioshock in second, and yeah. Metal Gear Solid 4 beat both of those. Yeah, which it, is, a lot of this was disappointing. BS. I think, I think my biggest, I had a few times where I was really mad. I was really mad that um, Kingdom Hearts beat Metroid Prime. I had Metroid Prime going to the top 16. Yeah. Um, yeah, Metroid Prime should have won that one. It, when Kingdom Hearts 2, I think Kingdom Hearts 2 won one, didn't it? When Kingdom Hearts 2 won, I was very mad, because Shadow of the Colossus did not win, and that was a slap in the face. I am willing to give that Shadow Hearts 2 that one, because I, I really did enjoy Shadow Hearts 2. It was much better than Shadow Hearts, or, sorry, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. I, I, I liked it. I didn't think it was that good, though. That's I thought I mean, Shadow of the Colossus was a Shadow of the Colossus has a lot to recommend. It, it is... A very, very good, innovative... It's one of those games I consider art in that it broadens my perceptions. You know, it just kind of yes. it makes you feel better for having played it. Mm-hmm. I had just more problems. Instead, I guess, you know. Let me see. Uh, other problems I had, and I'm just going to run down this. GoldenEye yeah. being Mario RPG, that was a big one for me. Um, Mario Kart 64 being Star Fox 64, that was terrible. Uh, Halo 2 not winning at all. That was dumb. And, uh, oh, Mass Effect not moving on. That was all right, annoying. You know what? I will say for Goldeneye, I can understand why Goldeneye won. Um, it's the fact that. Against Mario RPG? Yes. Because Goldeneye mm-hmm. really started a lot of, of, of the multiplayer we see nowadays. And Perhaps. I will tell you, I, I was just, a- I think. Sorry, go ahead. Nah, I think my biggest problem with that is the other problem I had was that I didn't expect Donkey Kong Country to win. I had uh, Link to the Past beating Doom. I did not expect Donkey Kong Country to win, which makes me sad because I love that series. I was trying to predict Nintendo fanboys, and obviously I predicted them really poorly. Mm. Yeah, well, I think today we've got Super Metroid, Legend of Zelda, Mario Kart, and Donkey Kong Country. Guess who's winning right now? I had Link to the Past. I'm very mad about that. Link, I guess what? Link to the Past. I had. Let me see. I'm okay with that. I mean, that's a fantastic game, and I I love it. So it's I okay. I, I have don't some know. Metroid Super Metroid, it. though. I love Super Metroid. Super Metroid so. is. It's really hard to, to decide between those, but I think 
at least in my personal opinion, uh, Zelda just inches out Super Metroid. I haven't played either game. Oh my god, it's gonna be gray. Oh, our third topic was E3 2009. That's it, right? Uh, oh, we'll talk about that in the next. Podcast. Yeah, next podcast then. Next podcast hasn't happened. Yet. Okay, but we gotta we gotta finish up here. Any last words, guys? Uh, Michael Gray, play freaking Super Metroid and, and Link to the Past for the love of God. I don't have an SNES emulator. You're using you have to an play emulator. Uh, uh, whatever Final Fantasy. And besides, uh, Link to the Past. Link has like freaking pink hair. What the hell is up with that? I don't care. Okay, play you're done. Game. You're just done. Pink hair. You are so done. Uh, okay. This I'll was Game Cola, uh, yeah. This was the Game Cola podcast. This was episode eight. We hope you enjoyed it. We enjoyed doing so it ourselves. Nice. We'll be back at the end of the month, at the beginning of the new month, the last month of my high school career, and the month of E3, which is going to be big this year. We hope you're excited. Yeah. We're excited about it, and we will see you then. For Michael Gray and Michael Ridgway, my name is Zach Rich. Good night, everybody. Take care. Night.